Good morning and welcome to Inspirational Moments with Vera. Quoting the Bible, Hebrews 5 verse 12 provides us with some strong words of reproof by the author of this book of the Bible. When he said in his letter addressed to the Hebrews, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. Have you ever esteemed someone because of their years of Bible knowledge and their years of professing to know the God we serve only to discover an immense character flaw in their foundation in the way they judge others in an injurious and distasteful manner when the Bible teaches us that God is the judge and that we are not to judge the Jew or the Greek and we are not to judge those of the household of the faith. I have found that a person's anointing may not have much to do with the character behind the person. As we are told in Romans 11 verse 29, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Now we are to make a distinction between right and wrongful behavior, and we are to take accountability for injuring someone in word or in deed. So the judgment I am referring to is a person's need to self-righteously criticize the deeds of another whom God has set free. I am referring to a person who ignites the flames of injurious communication regarding someone whom God loves dearly. Our communication should be seasoned with love. Paul says even when a brother or sister is overtaken in a fault, our words are to be seasoned with grace. Our words should model the love we are receiving in our own lives from the Lord. You know, as we are told in Colossians 3.3, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. I think that person needs to know that. So I would ask this person, does God talk to you like that? Does he judge you the way you are judging another whom you say you love? Is God holding against you something from years ago that he knows you have made right in his eyes or something done in the past that was received with grace and understanding by the God who judges righteously? And I would ask this person, does God remind you of a past that he has washed in his blood? Saints of God, we must be careful in rendering judgment and careful in the way we treat those of the household of the faith. For the Bible tells us to love one another with the same love that Christ loves the church. Love in the church seems to have waxed cold. You know, it's difficult for me, and probably for you too, it's not easy to see that there are some young adults, and even some older adults, who are raised in the knowledge and love of God by their parents, or their parent, and they speak to that parent as someone they're equal, having little regard, little respect, or no respect. And what about the way one disciple of Christ sometimes addresses another? 
having no consciousness in their behavior of their own forgiveness in Christ that was hung on the cross. Not seeing the lack of godly love in their outward behavior from an inward blame or hidden hypocrisy that blinds the eye and gives them the erroneous right to judge another harshly or to judge another in opposition to what God sees about the person. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 4, The one who examines me is the Lord. And God declares in his word in Matthew 25, verse 40, Whatever we do to the least of one of his brethren, we are doing it to him. Saints of God, is the church failing in knowing how to love as Christ loves the church? Are we not seeing the log in our own eye as we point to the splinter in someone else's eye? Not long ago, a sister in the Lord shared with me her own relief of finally realizing and understanding that God's love is not the injurious type of love that is spoken with the lips only, when the outward behavior lacks the basic tenets of the love of God. You see, the truth sets us free. Love is an action word. It's not a point a finger at you type of behavior because that's not love. Love is a basic tenet of a believer's walk. How is it, says the author of the book of Hebrews, that you ought to be teachers, but you need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God. The oracles, the author of this book Uh, is referring to are the basic truths of the Word of God. As Colossians 3.16 declares, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. You know, words mean something when you speak them. Remember that God created the whole world through his spoken word. The other day I was reading in my Bible some notes that I had written long ago on the three truths of the law of seed and harvest. And for number one, I wrote, the law of seed and harvest is always working. Number two, what we sow is always multiplied back in great measure. And number three, The law of seed and harvest will impact our lives positively or negatively. And underneath these three laws, I had written a reference to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 2. And this morning, I'd like to share verses 1 and 2 with you. And I believe they're commands. Do not judge and criticize and condemn others so that you may not be judged and criticized and condemned yourselves. For just as you judge and criticize and condemn others, you will be judged and criticized and condemned. And in accordance with the measure you use to deal out to others, it will be dealt out again to you. We are not to be censorious of someone else's behavior, someone else's past life, because How can we judge someone else when we're not living up to the standards that we are supposed to? This, I'm afraid, is the world of religion. And as my cousin said, religion 
is the opiate of the masses. There is power in spoken words, and I am thankful that we know to cast out ill-rooted words so they are not received in our spirit. As 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 reminds us, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are mighty before God for the overthrow of strongholds. We speak the word of God to confront and to destroy any works of darkness that come against us. You know, I have found that it can become quite easy to read the word, to expound on the word of God to others, to even teach the word when the word is not living in us the way it should be. Our outward actions towards another believer will always tell on us. Our actions will always show us what is living and breathing on the inside if we but pay attention. You know, how we deal with someone we say we love, the truth is in the pudding, as they say. Now, all of us make mistakes that hopefully are an oversight on our part because it's not something done intentionally in self-righteous judgment. But continuing to hit a person below the belt with injurious words is an indication of having fleshly love not agape love for that person in your life that you say you love. And the best that we can do with fleshly love, it misses the mark of loving someone with the love that God loves us with. Adding to that, as Peter instructs us in his letter in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5, we are to clothe ourselves with humility towards one another. I believe this is a message to the church. Let me end with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this message this morning, this message, Lord, that you have brought to my heart. Father, we are so grateful, we're ever so thankful for the knowledge and understanding that you so graciously give us that we need to grow in Christ. We are the salt of the earth and when people look at our lifestyle, they should thirst for righteousness and thirst for the knowledge of Christ that saves us from our sins. I pray that our behavior will reap godly love, that our behavior will reap godly character and reap the love of Christ. I pray that we spread the same love that Christ spread to the masses while he was here on earth. May we draw closer to our God so that we will have our Father's heart. May we recognize that the road we're on may have been chosen by you, Father God, to get us to the place where we are to draw closer to you. Father, help us not to be so quick to anger so that we may display godly character towards others. And help us to remember in moments when we are challenged just who we are living for. We thank you, Father God, for making all things possible for your glory and for the benefit of others and for our own good. In Yahshua's name I pray. Amen.